Chancellor, Vice Chancellor, distinguished guests, a Guinea Corps, Erin Gedalchias, the Firkin of Serum Venchalev, Grimila Magus, and Firkin Fortrichin. Garim Wikislish and Dirne Vrehev, Donaldini, Slaborne, and Tivahakun, a Hagan Kuridum Vilib. I must say what a great pleasure it is to be here on a very special occasion, uh, announcing throughout the appointment of Frank Ormsby as Ireland Professor of Poetry for 2022. I'm very much honoured by the presence of so many other poets and those who write of poetry and critics and writers. The present the incumbent um, uh, president of uh, Ireland president of poetry. It's a very great honour to, as I have just said, and I, to have been invited here to be part of the official announcement of Frank Ormsby as Ireland's Professor of Poetry. I was delighted to be have been honoured last year by, by being honoured on a previous occasion of being president at Trinity College as Elaine Busse being as being announced. I so congratulate her on her work. I've been thinking about you know coming to make an announcement like this and if you're ever uh, if one is dealing with words, it's quite different from other kinds of speeches. Uh, the last the time I came, I think one of my more recent visits uh, to Belfast, uh, I went to see uh, the poet Porrick Fiuk uh, just a couple of, uh, two or three weeks uh, before, before his passing. We had a, a, all we did was, I think I read Porrick's poem, his tribute, um, to Gerald Dahl, and I read one of my own poems, and we sat there in the room uh, sharing the space. Uh, and I, I, people suggest things that I might say on an occasion like this, but I have the greatest respect for poets whom I see as people who are handing with what I could call the regular collision of contradictions. Uh, as I was preparing for to come and pay tribute to, uh, to Frank Ormsby, and may I say wait, straight away, congratulate everyone who has worked on the trust that enables this designation to take place, is that how well you have chosen in the past and how well you have chosen yet again. My familiarity probably with Frank Ormsby's work was uh, through, I would, was I was looking back in my, in my mind for all of this was through uh, a, the work of John Hewitt and his introduction. And it was that that suggested the phrase to me about the collision of contradictions. I gave a paper once at the, the, Hewitt, the Hewitt School and it, it struck me uh, uh, very much when I look back through that particular work and I see there's always the notion of how many different contradictions are you going to include. The ones of nature and form, the impact of the Anthropocene on nature. And then, for example, are you, because you're concentrating on some of the contradictions, going to, in fact, leave the legacy short by not addressing other exclusions and contradictions that lie at the bottom of the lived experience? And this is what it is about. The chair, Ireland's Professor of Poetry, is not about filling any slot. It is about the arrival of the particular contribution 
of a life and words and genius into the life of people at a time. It is the arrival of a particular poet's work, the opportunities to take example from a poet's uh, instinct. It's to the great credit, as I have said, of the, those co institutions who combined University College of Dublin, Queen's University of Belfast and Trinity, and the two arts councils, that they have in fact served us so well by allowing us to have John Montague, Nulini Golan, Paul Durkin, Michael Longley, who delighted is with us, Harry Clifton, Paula Meehan, and Elaine, who thankfully is with us as well, who have all been recipients in personal and very special ways, filled the role, allowing it to flourish and before passing it on, enhanced to their gifted successors. And poets as well are a cranky community. Uh, and, and that's of it is. Uh, some people, for example, who scarcely uh, allow admission to the Kouluder at all. Um, but I think that what is uh, very, very interesting is, is um, there was a, a love, I very much uh, like Frank's uh, uh, poem, Altar Boy. I cycle to town rehearsing the Latin responses. Damn quell toffee cat, you've a totemy. That is, that's a wonderful one. But an even better poem is the marvellous poem, which I think altered by economics. Altered by economics. A wedding paid better than a funeral. We were tipped for smiling and looking cute in photos. Though sometimes a funeral paid better, the mourners at a loss and wanting to be thought generous. Wedding tips could be displayed with a discreet jingle, but funeral tips were almost secrets, hoarded for rainy days. A christening did not require an altar bar. Christenings were, economically speaking, a dead loss. <laughs> now, you might think that the poem and the humour in it is in... The humour in it is in... I ignore them anyway, so it doesn't matter with the point about it. The, 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 the humour in it is, 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 is obvious. But for me, it, it tells me something about uh, Frank's work and, and, and John Hewitt's work in, in its day uh, as well. And it is the kind of anthropology that lies behind that. In, in that poem, in many cases... What about the boy going off to be the, the altar boy with that calculation that is there and actually looking back and being able to look at the, the different calculations? It is assumed that there's something that is so ignored in the social sciences in Ireland, and that is the wonderful, clever rationality that people from below use to suss out that with which they're dealing. It isn't a case ever, for my reversing Gramsci, that they don't understand. It is that they have a good, hard look at what they're dealing with and invent strategies for dealing with that circumstance. And they bring to it at the end, too, in many cases, as I said, beyond the collision of contradictions, they are able to invest the whole memory with a certain humour that doesn't absolve any of those who have too much money not giving enough by way of the christenings to the others. That all remains the same. But you can, in fact, actually, as it had been, as it were, marinated with sorrow 
and then gone on to humour in its consumption at the end. I think that, Frank, we are very fortunate in having somebody who will be the, the Irish professor, professor of Poetry of Ireland, who has worked for nearly four decades, from full collection from 1977 to 2017, from a store of candles to the darkness of sorrow. And I think as well, what is wonderful, I think I'm delighted to have him, the lovely, lovely piece, the series in Fireflies in 2009. As I have said as well, there are many who are, who see the importance of this said, I, who, who write, who, who needed assistance, both in terms of the incredible contribution that he has made as an editor and as a mentor, and to those who, to whom he has made suggestions. And that is, there isn't, I think, ridiculous in a way to be putting circles around periods in poetic insight. Uh, the point about it is, the challenge of our times, is that the insight of poet ma poets matters. It is that poets have a sensibility. It involves, above all else, distillation, and being able to see past the both the prospects and the threats of the future, but also as well something that was never exhausted in the foolish affair that we've had with rationality gone wrong, that there isn't in fact a part of ourselves that still remains as instinct for that might we might, where we might encounter the best of ourselves. I see that in a way in where he refers to, for example, in I have referred to Fireflies, where he said he refers to our fugitive selves which are, if you like, they represent our best and brightest moments. And I think the absence, which must be the subject of the closing lines, is marked by remembered recent brightness and creative possibilities. We are not victims of the past, nor, in fact, actually, are we some kind of abstracted people unable to engage with our possibilities of the imagination in the future. I think that we are very, very fortunate this year. I think, and also to, to think that, isn't it, I'm delighted to read in a recent interview that Frank has said he's enjoying a most prolific period. Made, continue, and keep producing this book ready and another one next year, and they're coming, and so forth. This is not incidental. This is the gifts that come to those who have, in fact, harvested wisdom and who have been generous in giving uh, to others and who love work. I think that it would be something uh, as well uh, to say that I thought of something he also said in an interview. He, he, said, he said he was temperamentally optimistic, which is an achievement in our particular circumstances, but not to say anything about that. I think that optimism isn't really a word that fits in poetic reasoning anyway. Vision of the poet is a very, very clear one. Uh, and I think that he will make a such, in the three-year tenure as Ireland's professor of poetry, he's going to make such a great, great contribution. And then there is beauty too, which is something, remember, in many cases, when all the economic plans have been made, we've all been giving lectured, lectures about the inevitability of keeping the market in place and of we fitting in as citizens, as consumers into our modern society. It's very good every now and again uh, uh, to think uh, of, of what is important. 
I was thinking back when I was told to write a few words, which I might or might not have used, uh, then she, about Northern Ireland, about Ulster, as that sort of talking, and about John Hewitt. And one thing has struck me very much, very much is, and, and particularly in Michael Longley's work, which I have thanked him for how often I have used in the last uh, ten years, his wonderful poem, Ceasefire, with those great lines, I'll get down on my knees and do what must be done and, and kiss Achilles' hand, the killer of my son on the return of Hector's corpse. I'm going to Athens to give a paper, I think, in, in, in October. I was thinking again about the incredible background in the classics that the Ulster poets had. But what is actually in a whole a other plane as well that is as important. I mentioned Porik Fiak and the great courage it took in the 1970s to lay it out what the loss that he witnessed and that was so close to him, and to have the courage to present it in its stark realism, and the price that was paid for that by some of the evasions which followed. And equally too, I think, in relation to the other poets, so many of them, who've just spoken and because it was necessary uh, to speak. So one is never fishing into categories. I think that great classical tradition had a, a powerful, powerful force in it as well. And it's present in, 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 in that is, it reminded us that while it is important to be conscious of place, that one moves the collisions that I mentioned of contradictions into the mythic and it realizes that we are all one part, if you like, of something universal. And therefore, in many ways, I had begun with mentioning John Hewitt and I said that it is, there is this sense of place. There is the moving out and the moving back, but there's, at the same time, there are some not connections of maybe old prejudices not broken. I'm thinking of the assumption of what might have been the ancient occupations of this island in his work. But more importantly than anything else in the end of the day, we need to be able to say to all of our citizens, you are entitled to your moments of beauty, be they sourced in sorrow or in forgiveness or in joy or in love. And I see that too in that lovely poem that, that, that Frank has. One more butterfly in the butterfly house, butterfly house will count as overcrowding. Sun all morning and the heaviness of piped heat draws hundreds to the surface. They spend their days being exquisite in a history without wars. We are able briefly to forget the scaly intent, the cold-skinned slither a hundred yards away in the tropical ravine. Hold up your arm, and with luck you will emerge into the garden, badged and sleeved with butterflies, a thousand bright sails opening all around you. That is the contribution of poets, then, now, and in the future. And we are honoured to have such a wonderful, wonderful poet, Ireland Professor of Poetry to look forward to in Frank's Ormsby. And it has been a pleasure to have been here. Been part of the official announcement. Good morning, Thank you.